Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about undivided interest. Before we do that, though, let's talk about uh, the Casual Fridays blueprint and the upcoming live event. Guys, we've got an awesome deal going on right now, so we're going to have a live event February 29th. I know you heard about it. We've got the uh, game-changing Project One. We're talking about picking and pressing the county, due diligence, marketing. We're going to have a live podcast that you get to be part of. It's at Top Golf in Fort Worth. We're going to have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're going to have a really fun Top Golf social afterwards. And if you buy your ticket with the uh, land flipping blueprint, mm-hmm. you get 50% off of the course. So it's a great deal. So all you got to do is go to the website, check it out. It's www.casualfridaysrei.com. There's a live event tab. Check it out. Get signed up, and uh, we'll see you there. Friday. Friday. I like it. And you're talking about an exciting, exciting uh, topic today of undivided interest. Yeah, I found that when you come up with an idea, that it's like you want to talk. It's like you put it back on me. <laughs> it's like, well, Adam came up with this topic today. Well, everybody knows that you're the producer and that you're not the editor any longer, but you, you run this show. I do. I'm just a talent. I'm just well, here. You're something. I'm just here. I'm the talent. You're something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So undivided yeah, we'll interest. Undivided interest. Why would we want to talk about that? And what would even bring that up? And you know, how many of our people actually have that do undivided interest deals? And what is undivided I interest? I haven't like, seen anyone bring it up. So I really don't know where you where you came up with it. I definitely don't do undivided interest deals. So I'm basically useless. I know what they are, and <laughs> I, I've have, I've come across them again. It's actually funny. When I first got started, you'd see an, an APN, uh-huh. you know, and it would be like blah, 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 and end with an A or a B. Uh-huh. I used to think that was just part of the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but sometimes that's a partial split. Yeah. Yeah, I get all that. Like, I, well, okay, so when we say undivided interest, I think of all that stuff together. Okay. Yeah. And I just avoid all of them. Really? Yeah. So you... I want perfectly clean deals. Okay. So an undivided interest, <laughs> for those who don't know, is fractional ownership of a property. So, uh, Like my Oklahoma deal, where there could be 14 people who own There, there could be 14. They hadn't cleaned their title <laughs> yeah. up yet, so that wasn't seen. But, you know, there is the, you know, you'll see people that have like a tenants in common, and they're not joint rider survivorship. So a tenants in common is technically like an undivided interest in a way because they both own 50% uh, or however many people, there's three. So what an undivided interest is, is fractional ownership of one piece of property. So somebody has a certain percentage ownership, and you see this a lot with families, like a generational piece of property. Mom dies, she has three kids, each of them get 33% of the property. There is a good and a bad thing to this. The good thing is mom left it to the kids and she took the time to do it. The bad thing is all three have to agree or they don't sell, they can't, they don't get like if it's 30 acres, they don't each get 10 acres. They each own 33% of the 30 acres. Well, I need to, I want to clear something up real quick. When you're saying people do undivided interest deals, mm-hmm. um, what, what I heard, what I thought when you said that is like they might just buy that 33% of the deal. They some people do. They do. Yes. Okay, I don't I, I I would never do that. Okay. And so I guess that that's that's news to me. I that's I, why could, I couldn't imagine someone doing that. And that's why we're doing a show on it, Mr. Southey. All right. Let's, let's so there's a, there's a couple different plays here. So as you kind of understood that, so if you had three kids and you wanted to give them all a third of the property, instead of saying, "Hey, these are your 10 acres, your 10 acres and your 10 acres," you say you all own a third 33.333% of a property. Right? 
And so you all have a third responsibility. But when it comes time to sell it and you want to sell your piece, you can't just walk out and say, hey, these are my 10 acres. You can sell a third of it. No, you, your other brothers and sisters or your other family members are going to, the other people that have the undivided interest with you have to decide on that. So getting a survey, deciding who owns what and making that decision together. Now has, can you put these deals together? It's a big question. Is should you waste your time with it? It's a it's another great question. Have people successfully done this and used the courts to help them? Another great question. We're gonna answer all that. You're gonna answer it. <laughs> I understand it all. Like I know all of I know yeah. a lot about it, right? I okay. understand the whole idea. I am truly confused that people would actually do this. It well, seems like a complete waste of time and effort when there's so many good deals to be had. You so I, I agree. It does slow down the process. Okay. So we're going to go kind of work through this. There was a, there's a company out there that got in trouble back in the, the early 2000s. What they were doing is buying a hundred acre piece of property and they were selling 1% ownership of it. So they were selling fractional ownership. So what they were doing, and, and it's, there's actually a reason you can do this and it makes sense why you would do it. But in this situation, this guy was subdividing essentially fractional ownership. And he got in a lot of trouble for it. He doesn't do that now. He actually does subdivides. And that person's says, still around? He still is. I'm not going to put his business out there. But, you know, I, I found this by trying to research, you know, some deals that he'd come back in a, in a desert area. And when I found out who had actually sent them and the guy's name and then put all together, and he got his hand slapped for that because it was an unfair marketing practice. He was saying, oh, yeah, get 100 acres. You own a percentage share in this. And he was selling 1%. He'd sell, you know, 40% of it or 50% of it out at, you know, a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks each percentage, you could go use the land, but you had a, a piece to it. So, you know, that's, that's the bad thing with undivided interest. You can't really do anything with it. The good thing with undivided interest is say you own an apartment building or a duplex, you own half of it, you own 50%. So you, you'd sell that right to that building. You see it in apartment complexes as well. You know, the 50% part, you know, there's some things like that, but what we have seen, there's some some of our members, or I say members, people that listen to us, that have gone in and bought undivided interest and challenged the court saying, hey, this person, they're paying really cheap amount for it. Hey, these people don't have anything. They go out and find those other owners, and they do an adverse possession, and they actually take the property back, and they get it for really cheap plus court cost. Uh, we have two that are doing it in two different states right now. Hmm. And one of them has an attorney that he's partnered with on these deals to where they go in and they, so if it's a 60%, this person's paid all the taxes on it, 60% ownership, the attorney goes and finds them. They have to find the, the other owners, have to serve them. And then there's a certain time period. They're actually doing this in Texas and they, they have an adverse possession, the law and what, the way that it works, and they're going to get a court order against it. And then they go turn around and sell the property. But they only touch it if there's a $50,000 margin in it. Hmm. Is it something that our new land flipping blueprint members or people that are just starting out should do? No. That's not something I'm doing. So how do you how do you keep from doing that at the beginning? And this is where this comes up. So I'm scrubbing a ton of data last week, a ton of data. And I always leave the legal description in. And the reason I do that is I can do a quick glance down the middle of it and look for, you know, I'll look for that U-N-D-I-N-T. And I saw one that really threw me off. The person owned 1,125 of 2,500, that was the fraction, 1,125 over 2,500 interest, undivided interest in this property, one property. And that equal half? Yeah, but I don't know why they didn't write half, but it really, that's what caught my attention. There was a bunch that were like 113 of 257, which didn't come out to half, but it was just like, I was like, how did they get to this fraction on it? But there are like, and there, I've gotten mailers and 
from guys that that's what they specialize in in a certain state because they understand the law and how to proceed through that because there's an action that could take place to actually take it over. Hmm. I, I guess I just don't really know much what really what to say because it just seems like so at first I was uh, when you were talking about it, which mm-hmm. we're describing, I'm like, man, this is a waste of time. But because <laughs> it, it really is, because there's so many deals to be had that you don't have to do this on. Then you said as an attorney that partners with, and they only look at it for fifty thousand dollars. And now your ears perk up. You're like, oh wait, so because the, the attorney takes care of it all, uh-huh. and then there's a fifty thousand dollars spread. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you put up the money. Like this guy puts up the money for the property. The attorney does the paperwork, and he the guy putting up the money for the property actually finds the deals, takes it to the attorney. They go ahead and go through that adverse possession issue, and then they take it to market and they split the profit. So, and a lot of times people will give this property up really cheap because they can't really do anything with it. So you're just giving them free cash to take a, p- a percentage of the ownership. Um, I did get a letter from a guy in Oklahoma, and that's what he specializes in. He does mineral, he does mineral rights, undivided interest, landlocks. Like he wants all the junk. He's just like, give me a call, I'll make an offer on it. Like that's what he specializes in. And so if you understand that process in the state you're in, because it's very state specific, it is not something that's, you can just a blanket all one all thing. You have to understand that state and how you proceed forward with it. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had somebody in the group the other day posted that they made a six figures profit this year doing the deals no one else wanted. Yeah. That's, right? So it's there. You can do it. <laughs> it does not interest me. Yeah. And, but I, you know, I think it's worth understanding and thinking mm-hmm. about because like we just talked about if you can have an attorney do the work and you can make $50,000 spread, which I'll split with them, but that's still yeah. 25. Yeah. Well, you found day. a deal, you put up the money for the property if it can get cleaned up and that's the contingency he put on his thing. So he hadn't put the money up until they actually get it cleaned up. The risk is the, the attorney fees, but his attorney takes that risk for him and it's just a time period. And now, so should that be your only business and how you do it? No, I have actually done undivided interest where it, it was in Texas. The family, the girl was in Idaho. The two, and she was like a, the executor of the estate's daughter got left a third. And then the two sons from the guy got left a third. Each of them got left a third. And I had to have all of them sign me a deed to it. And the county, it took the county longer to get it figured out on the tax roll side because they were wanting to give me a third percentage. But then that property was landlocked too. Would I do this deal today? Not a chance and probably hell would I do it. But that property, I paid 7800 bucks, split three ways, and I sold it to the guy that had me landlocked because he had a, he was trying, he was, I think he was eight years into adverse possession. He had done the survey, put the fence around it. It was 80 acres inside of that. And I sold it to him for 16000 bucks because he didn't want me to interrupt his adverse possession. So it was just to be quiet and go away. I mean, I can see where it's worth it. Yeah, it it. it was one of those things that was kind of put on a back burner. I, the landlock thing I found out later because it showed a good road access. Everything was good. And then this guy had made a, you know, a hostile attempt at keeping the property together. So I did the thirds, got them together to where I owned the whole property and then did this deal. I probably wouldn't do it today, but it actually worked. We had one actually off the land flipping blueprint data uh, that we sent out. Beth got it back and there was, there was six owners on it. The lady got all six of them together so they could sign the deed to her so she could deed it for title. And title actually cleaned it all up. And that actually worked out. And I think she actually sold the property she paid with title work and everything. It was like 2900 bucks for 20 acres. And I think it sold for 11000 bucks. So you can do it, but it takes a little bit more work. And you have to make sure everybody wants to sell. And so when I get one back now, I say, does everybody want to sell? That's the first thing. Well, I don't know. We, can't, we don't know where so-and-so is. Well, then I can't get 100%, you mm-hmm. know? And I turn those down instantly. Do you? So I I try to pre-screen it. Like I said, I keep the legal description up when I'm scrubbing data and I do a quick glance through anything that has the undivided interest in there. If any number percentage or has multiple names in the legal description, delete. 
Yeah. I'll take out undivided interest. I'll take out partial splits. I take out. I, I don't get why you take out partial splits. I don't know. I just do. I want. I just. I just take it all out. Okay. I look for the cleanest thing. It's probably. Well, what's wrong just with habit? A, what's wrong with a parcel split though? What? I, I want the. It's what's, just a personal thing. Okay. Yeah. I just go through. I need a, a solid uh, APN. Okay. Good legal description. I need full names. I need. I want it to look a perfect row of data. It was not there. <laughs> This, this is where your OCD is taking over your land business. But I mean, I, it, it hasn't hurt me. I still have all the deals I need. I get that, but that's just that's just odd to me, and I'm not going to beat the dead horse anymore, so I'm just <laughs> going to leave that one alone. So undivided interest, is it something you can work with? Yes. Is it something you should allow you to slow down the rest of your business? No. Can you make money on it? Yes. Is it something you should make your primary business? No. Is that fair enough? Sure. Yeah. I kind of zoned out what you were saying, but I... <laughs> I think I know what you were trying to say, and I'm going to say yes. That was good. Okay, okay then. I know where you're going with it without even hearing it. I know what you're. I know where you're going with it. I just I, I want people to. I don't want people to take this and be like, oh yeah, we should do all undivided interest. I, you can field it. Like I said, the first qualifying question: Does everybody want to sell? Because they can quit claim deed the pieces to each other, and then you have a, a whole ownership, or they sign all their rights away to one person, or they all send you a warranty deed. A title can get that cleared up for you, but you just need to know that all three. What I found, though, is that you always got that one cousin that thinks it's worse, or you have one person that's actually using the land, and six of them own it together, and that one person doesn't want to sell because he's using it, and he's getting it for cheap or free, like the fucking Oklahoma deal. You've been waiting nine months to get that E just so you could call it. You you put asterisks at something, so I assume that's what you meant by it. Well, that's definitely what I meant meant by it, Uh but it's just never been said. Okay. I feel good. Do you want to say it? I don't, I don't need to say it. You want to say it? I've said it multiple times. I, don't, okay. I, don't, right. I, don't, I screamed it. <laughs> I screamed it. Yeah. All right. Did we get the point across? I think so. All right. So we nailed it down. Adam hates anything that's not perfect, and Justin will work a deal, which is good. I don't know who's better. I think Justin's probably better. Uh, I don't know. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is today? Today's Friday. The third. Sunday. Sunday's our one-year anniversary. Of the show? Yeah, January 5th is when it dropped. Nice. Well, happy anniversary, sir. Happy anniversary, yeah. January 5th, one sh- one year and 161 episodes today, 161. Yep. That's a lot. We made it. We made it one year at least. Well, that's a 146, 144 shows more than most. Okay. I like that's it. it. That's good, Yeah, right? that's yeah. good. Yeah, right. we, And we are here because of y'all. And what y'all do after what Adam says at this point in the show. Yeah. Which is what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We are uh, on video on YouTube now, so you can see our smiling faces. Um, subscribe, to, subscribe to it all. Like it. Follow it. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you Monday. See you Monday, guys.